The Sephardic versus Ashkenazi custom regarding saying the blessing of Al Mitzvah's tefillin on the tefillin Shalroish. So many of you may be aware that while Sephardim are particular to not say a blessing of Al Mitzvah's tefillin on the tefillin Shalroish unless they made a hefsik in between, Ashkenazim recite this blessing on the tefillin Shalroish every day, meaning that in addition to saying the blessing of Luhaniach Tefillin upon putting on the Tefillin Shalyad, as everybody does, they say a second blessing upon putting on the Tefillin Shalresh. In this lesson we will explore the reasons and sources behind the differences of these two customs, and as to the rulings of the Alter Rebbe and Chabad custom in this regard. So our journey begins in the Gemara, Meseches Menachis, Daf, Lamed Vav, Manalev, 36a, which makes the following statement. Rav Chia says, that he received a message that on the tefillin shall yag one recites the blessing of lahaniach tefillin, while on the tefillin shall reish one recites the blessing of al mitzvah tefillin. The Gemara then records Abaye and Rava, which both say that if one spoke, then one says two blessings, while if one didn't speak, one says only one blessing. It is on this statement that we find a major debate in the Rishonim as to how it is to be understood. Is the intent of the statement going on the total amount of blessings said over tefillin, both tefillin shall yad and shall reish? And therefore it's saying, if you don't speak in between your yad and reish, then only a single blessing is said on both tefillin, which is the blessing of Lohaniach tefillin. And you don't say a new blessing over the tefillin shall reish. And only if you spoke in between the yad and reish do you then say a blessing over the shall reish, which is on mitzvah tefillin. This view understands the statement to be going on both tefillin together. Another alternative way of understanding the statement is, is that it's referring specifically to the Tefillin Shalraish, meaning Abai and Rav are saying that no matter whether you spoke or not, you always say the blessing on Mitzvah's Tefillin upon placing the Tefillin Shalraish. While if you spoke in between, then you got to say two blessings, L'Haniach and Al-Mitzvah's Tefillin on the Tefillin Shalraish. Practically, this matter is debated amongst the Rishonim, as we will now learn. Some place can rule that the sages instituted for an extra blessing on Mitzvah's Tefillin to always be said over the Tefillin Shalrish, as we stated in our second approach. This is the famous opinion of the main Ashkenazi Rishayinim, including the Rosh, Taisvis, the Maharam, the Tur, and so is the opinion of the Tanchuma, and majority of the Ga'inim, including the Shilu Sharabba, as recorded in the Rosh Hilchus Tefillin 14. So is the ruling of the Ramah in the Shulchan Aruch, chapter 25, Halacha 5, and so records the Alter Rebbe as an opinion in chapter 25, Halacha 14, and in his Siddur, in which he writes that there are opinions who rule that one is to always recite the blessing of Amit Tzatzvillan Shalresh, even if he did not speak in between. Now, what's the reason behind this opinion? Seemingly, the blessing should only be said if you spoke. If you didn't speak, why can't one blessing cover two mitzvahs, as is always the case? So Toysvus explains, as records the Alter Rebbe, in numerous areas in the Shulchan Aruch, that the reason for this is, is because the Tfilm Shalresh is of greater Kedusha and importance than the Tfilm Shalyad, and is in fact the main mitzvah of Tfilm. Therefore, due to its importance, the sages establish a specific, unique blessing to always be said over it. Others explain a little differently that, in truth, the sages establish for two blessings to always be said over the tefillin, meaning both the Yad and Shalrei should have two blessings said over it. But they said, say Lahaniach over the Yad and include the Shalrei, and say Al Mitzvah of the Shalrei and include the Shalyad. According to this approach, when you say the blessing of Al Mitzvah's Tfilm Shalrei, you should have in mind also the Tfilm Shalyad. So is the opinion of the Marie Levi brought in the Taz 25.6, and is the implication of the Tanchuma and the Rush. However, this opinion is clearly negated by the wording of the Alter Rebbe in the Shulchan Aruch and of the Ramah in the Torah. 
According to this approach, it ends up that the sages even initially instituted for the Tilfil and Shalreish to receive two blessings, one of Lahaniach and one of Al Mitzvahs. Lahaniach is said in the Shalyad, and you have in mind the Shalreish as well, and therefore if you spoke in between, then you lost that blessing and must repeat it. And therefore, according to this opinion and approach, if you spoke in between the Shalyad and Shalreish, you must say the blessing Lahaniach and Al Mitzvahs Tfilin on the Shalreish. Now let's go to the second opinion. Other place can rule that the Tfilin Shalreish never requires two blessings, but rather one blessing, just like all other mitzvahs. And there was never any extra blessing of all mitzvahs Tfilin instituted to be said over the Tfilin Shalreish unless one spoke in between the blessing of the Shalyad and Shalreish. However, if one did not make an interval in between, then the blessing of Laniach Tfilin, which was recited over the Tfilin Shalyad, also counts towards the Tfilin Shalreish, and no other blessing is said. Who holds of this approach? This is the opinion of some of the Ga'inim, Rav Haigoin. This is the opinion of the Rif, the Rambam, and even Rashi. So it's not clearly an Ashkenazi versus Sephardi debate. Even Rashi concords with the opinion of Rif and Rambam in his interpretation. This is likewise the opinion of the Igor in the name of the Zohar. And so famously rules the Beis Yasef and the Mechaber in the Shulchan Aruch, chapter 25, Allah 5 and 9, and so records the Alter Rebbe as an opinion in the Shulchan Aruch, chapter 25, Allah 23. So is likewise the ruling of the Mikubalim of the Arizal and Priyat Chaim. And as the Chidon Machzik Bracha states that he was that an answer was received from heaven to the author, author Shukman HaShamayim, like this approach, that only one blessing is said on both Tefillin unless you spoke. This is also the position of the Vilna Goyen in Bir Hagra and Maiserav. Practically, how do we rule? So the custom in these lands, which in the Shulchan Aruch, when written in the Ramah or Al-Tareb, refers to Ashkenazi jury, is like the first opinion, to always say the blessing while mitzvah tefillin when putting on the tefillin shalreish. So concludes the Al-Tareb and the Ramah. Nonetheless, conclude the Al-Tareb, the Ramah, the Dakei Meisha, the Beis Shesif, the Lechem Chamudah, the Mishnah Dura. That is an extra insurance to prevent the Brach Levatel from being said, it's proper for one who follows this Ashkenazi custom to say after reciting the blessing on Mitzvah's tefillin and after fastening the tefillin onto the head, the words, Baruch Shem Kavoyed Machuseh V'yegum which is always said after a brachel of Atala. This is said in order to make the matter more acceptable, the Rav Chadimilsa, although not everyone agrees with this approach and some say there's no need to say Baruch Shem. Those who say Baruch Shei must be very careful to only recite it after the fasting and not beforehand, as you must first do the mitzvah, as records in the Mishnah Bura in the name of the Prima Godin. Likewise, as another form of extra insurance due to the machlekas of Abrachel Batala, some places can suggest that one is to say the first blessing on condition, meaning that if in truth we rule that only one blessing is said over both Philon, that I'm having explicitly in mind to not be say with the blessing on the Shalreish, and therefore my blessing of the Shalreish counts according to everyone. So suggest the Bir Halacha. This option is not recorded in the Yatra B'Shulchan Aruch. This is all the Ashkenazi custom. However, the Sephardi custom is like the second opinion, not to say any blessing over the Tfilin Shalreish unless an interval was made. Regarding the Chabad custom, although in the Shulchan Aruch the Altarebbe brings both opinions and says in our country, Ashkenaz, the custom is to say the blessing always, in the Siddur the Altarebbe rules not to say any blessing over the Tfilin Shalreish unless an interval was made, and so is the practical Chabad custom like the Sephardim, like the Siddur. The Altarebbe's reasoning is because Safek Brachas Lahakil. 
Practically, there are even many Ashkenazim who follow the Sparta custom and do not recite the blessing. Aside for Chabad, so writes the Mishmer Shalom of Kudinov, so was the custom of Shalom Zamar Nobach as recorded in Alicha Shleime. So was the custom of the Chazanish of the, and the Stipe and Chavetz Chaim as recorded in Rukhus Rabbeinu. To follow the Sparta custom due to Suffolk Brachas Lahakil. So to summarize this halacha, the Ashkenazi custom is to always say the blessing of Almitzas Tefillah when putting on the Tefillah Shoraish. After reciting the blessing and fastening the tefillin onto the head, one is to say the words The Sephardic and Chabad custom and custom of some Ashkenazim, on the other hand, is not to say any blessing over the tefillin shoresh unless an interval was made. We'll conclude with an interesting teaching of the Alter Rebbe from a Sefer Torah and Pasha Shmois regarding the Kabbalistic reason behind the dispute. He explains as follows, the reason that the Sephardim do not recite a blessing over the Tfilm Shal Reish, unless a hefsik was made, is because the mitzvah of Tfilm Shal Reish is too high and sublime for it to be drawn down below. The explanation is as follows, the blessing of a mitzvah elicits a great encompassing divine light called an armakif onto the person performing the mitzvah and onto the spiritual worlds. The mitzvah itself affects that this encompassing divine light be drawn down internally in a form of mimale. It is due to this that the Sephardim and Ashkenazim debate whether a blessing may be recited over the Tefillin Shoresh. As the Sephardim hold that the divine light elicited through the blessing of the Tefillin Shoresh is too high to be internalized, as its mitzvah is a very high mitzvah, being much greater than the mitzvah of the Tefillin Shoyad. And since its divine light of Makkah is too high, therefore a blessing may not be recited. However, the Ashkenazim hold that one is able to internalize even this level of divine light, and hence they recite a blessing. The Rebbe explains this to mean, based on Shara Kavanis, that it doesn't mean that Sephardim don't internalize the light, but that it means that God is the one who internalizes it into us, for us, and it's not something we can do on our own. Thank you for listening to ShulhanArcharav.com. Our free services of making Torah knowledge available to the public depends on donors like you. Please help us continue our work through making even a small contribution at shuhanarcharav.com under the daily halacha dedication section or in the subscription page. Also, check out our online courses and many safarim available for purchase that will both enhance your Torah knowledge and help support our work.